previously on the Tantalus Tales. Like, how bad is it now, like, for the wolf? How bad is it for the wolf? Well, he just lost his two only friends in the world. I swear I don't usually miss like that. No, I understand. At least... At least that was a good way to get the blood moving and in and out of my body. (laughs) Uh, We are um, here to help the town. Per the summons. Hey, I'm T. How you doing? (laughs) Oh! Oh, thank Gorn you're here. Oh, we've been swamped with problems. Uh, Missing people, stolen livestock. Nobody wants to go outside the walls at night because of the amount of violence. And you hear some deep slow, thudding footsteps from the back of the library. Oh, God. As you press on a little further, uh, you now realize where the rancid smell is coming from as a seven-foot-tall orcish figure appears from around the bookshelf. says hi and gags a little <laughs> gags a little anything else uh i don't know i bow po- bow politely well you know, covering my face a bit i kind of back away from the smell yeah. just slowly not meant to offend but like still working my way out okay this uh this half orc you notice there are there's a book in each each hand he holds up one of the books to his his lips and says, shh, this a library. Keep down, please. He turns to a bookshelf, and using the book as a pointer, he uh, finds its place and returns it. Um, this is Dewey, the uh, half-orc librarian of uh, Daggernon. What do you do? Bakar whispers, sorry. Dewey thanks uh, Bakar for her or his silence, uh, and uh, walks a little closer to you. Do we help you? Please. We are investigating the disappearances of late. Do you have any information for us? Yes. Dewey, missing books. Which books have you lost? Or which books have been taken, I suppose I should say. Many books missing. Many texts. Do you have a list of the books? Rare. Uh, rare What were they about? Could you sum them up, what the book was about, in a quiet voice? Books not in language do we understand. Something about old gods. Hmm. Oh, I would like that book. <laughs> Dewey, as as uh, as he's speaking to you, walks over to a a pile of books and uh, continue to uh, replace them in their in their bookshelves. Is there anything else you want to ask Dewey? How do you know where those go? Dewey develops system of organization. By topic, 
Make finding easy. Wow, that's pretty smart, Dewey. Thank you. Do we appreciate your kind words? Is there a book you would like? There isn't any books yeah. that would help us find the other ones. Not really. I have no then... criteria for book searching books. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have other books about old gods? No. Most of my books are modern tales. I have mm. collection of intimate uh, books. Oh. About halflings? Many halfling books. About anything you could imagine. Uh, what region is that in? Uh, those books in back, behind curtain. <laughs> oh my. Okay, I guess we're going to the adult section for that. Game. No, hey, I take it back. He can go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hang. I'll wait outside. No, Are you now, sure? Yes, I'll pass. Yeah, you, you do you. I saw a path outside leading away. I thought about investigating that a bit. Um, I'm gonna ask Dewey. Uh, was there anything strange about how the books were taken? Anything left behind? Nothing left behind. No, just stole my precious books. Did they win any prizes? My my books are all prized to me. Aww. We should help him get these books back. Okay. Well, you you help Dewey find books? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. He uh, walks over to a large desk, pulls out... A library card. Damn it, you uh, you jumped ahead of me on that one. He pulls out four tiny scrolls that, when you open them, <laughs> say Dewey's Decimal Library. <laughs> this scroll entitles you one book to read in library, no books to leave library, section for reading in back, next to curtain. <laughs> And at, at the very end, in just the worst handwriting you have probably ever seen, the onomatopoeia of shh. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, now the four of you all have library scrolls, which will, uh, I'm sure, come in handy. <laughs> Ice doesn't get one. Right? Uh, is, is there anything else you'd like to ask, uh, Dewey? Can we have a fifth one? Ice. A fifth one? Ice doesn't need one, does he? He's, he likes oh. to read. Do lizards know to read? Sometimes. He pulls out a fifth one for you. We can always come yeah. back. You can indeed. Uh, you guys making your way to the uh, the tavern? Make our way outside and take a big <gasps> breath. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see us do that, did he? Uh, no, Dewey is much too preoccupied with his books. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, now we don't have to use our okay. inside voices. Now, now let's go check out that path I saw over there. You want to check out the path? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, so uh, you guys follow the uh, slightly beaten path. Um, what is slightly beaten? Well, yeah. No, it's been walked on. It's not. 
like a. <laughs> I was thinking like, like you know lightly piece. beaten, like you know it owes it a bit of money, but not that much. So they're yeah, taking it seriously. I'm, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's just it it asks please, right? But uh, so there is uh, as you as you walk uh, down this this uh, path less traveled. Uh, you find, uh, well, roll me, uh, roll me an investigation. Alright, let me see here. Everyone? Should we all roll? Oh. I got an eight. Yes, uh... Twelve. You don't see anything particularly exciting right now. Uh, there... It leads to the side of the... Ooh, excuse me. The uh, side of the library. There's a... Uh, it's a little... Uh, hollowed out area of the uh, brush. Uh, but you don't see anything quite yet. Right. Uh, if you guys wish at some point to return, uh, there's a a large wall on uh, uh, of the library. There's a window at the far top of it, but no way to really get in. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, what do you do next? You guys want to... Uh, I'm out of ideas. What do you guys want to do? I could use um, a drink. Yeah, we said we were going to go to yeah. the bar. Off to the tavern. All right. So, as you approach the tavern of Dagonon, uh, you see a sign hanging above the door. It depicts a dead tree surrounded by rotten apples. The words "Wilted Orchard Tavern and Inn" are painted neatly above the <laughs> tree. For the first time since you've arrived in Dagonon. The sounds of daily life are audible. You hear a lute playing music floating out of the tavern. Would you like to enter the uh, tavern? Yes. Uh, as you enter the tavern, yep. you see a source. The source of the music. It is a gnomish bard sitting on a table playing a lute and singing a song about the moon. <laughs> And he stops playing. Other than the bard, you see uh, the lizard folk tavern keeper wiping down glasses behind the bard. Blomp is sitting in a corner. Uh, several empty glasses sitting around him. Since you took your time at the library, he has had plenty of time to wallow. There are three individuals to talk to. Is there anybody you would like to talk to? I'm going to go sit next to Blomp. Or do I have to go order up at the bar? I go up to the bar, keep, oh. and uh, uh, and I order us their finest ales. <laughs> the uh, lizard folk bartender eyes you suspiciously. I haven't seen you around here before, she says. Then you would be correct. I am Bakar. I am here to help the town. Oh, I see, I see. 
She uh, pulls out four glasses, pops the cork on a uh, a dusty-looking bottle, begins to pour and prepare your drinks. I'm glad you're here to help. Uh, business here has been painfully slow. I usually mm. get a fair amount of traveling scholars uh, to see the library, and but uh, traders have been coming here less and less because of all the violence. Oh, really? What kind of scholars, though? Weird-looking scholars. They're, they they come in here for a drink occasionally, but mostly take their uh, ales <laughs> to go, really. That's strange. Mostly uh, religious scholars, it seems. Oh, what kind of religion? Gorn beats me. Hmm. I figured to be um, very outwardly about what kind of religion they would be. It's a seeker oh, religion. I... They keep it to themselves. They, they have not spoken to me regarding any of their religions. There is only one lord and savior here in uh, Dagernon and in this world, and that is Gorn. Ah, makes sense. Do they tend to go to the library then? Yes, that's where they always want to know. They're usually here first, and then they off to the library. Hmm, I'll have to ask uh, Dewey about that. Has there been any other one else hired to help around here to find all the missing things? Uh, no, you are the first outside help I've seen in ages. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ever since the uh, traveling tradesmen and, and uh, scholars have stopped coming here, I haven't seen any new people in a long time. So the scholars did stop. Did they leave after something was stolen? Um, let me see. The last scholar I remember is this mysterious fella. He didn't talk much. He only asked where the library was and then left. He didn't even order anything. It's kind of rude, actually. Mm. Around what time? About a year ago was the first time I saw him. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I take the ales and I head to the, the table. She coughs a second. <clears throat> oh, yes. And I pay her for her... Uh, alcohol and put a little bit of tip on top of it. Wonderful, thank you. I suppose the four of you are now uh, chilling out with uh, Blomp? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blomp, having uh, partake, partook? Partaken. Drank. Drank himself. Uh, he's much more willing to talk. Even more so than he was uh, on the road. Uh, well, hello there. Uh, uh, who are you again? I'm T, and this is uh, my prize dragon. Ice. Prize dragon. Oh. Gorn, you should keep that uh keep that under lock and key. Uh, a prized cow once. Everything prized, prized wife goes away. Oh my gosh. That's starting to sound like a country song. <laughs> Do you have a prized dog by any uh, chance? No, but my uh a carriage, probably the best <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh my. You're a lucky man. <laughs> well um, I guess uh Tell us more about what happened. What happened last night? You said that she was taken last night, your wife? She was. I was out tending to the sheep and so that they wouldn't get stolen as well. Uh, they're not nearly as good as my cow, but I'm sure if they want my cow and my woman, they probably want my sheep too, right? What do those things have in common? Uh, I don't like what you're insinuating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your Come on. Uh... Was there any sign of a struggle when she was taken? Oh, God, I can't remember. How many of these have I had? I've had so many. Was the house a mess? 
Mm, the house Where is things... always, always a mess. I've never won the, the better home and garden. <laughs> mm. Were there things taken other than Harry? <laughs> <laughs> Were there other things taken, like maybe clothes or a suitcase? Uh, yeah. Of hers? No, I... Yes. I, she doesn't have much. My wife. What, by, uh, what's your name, by the way? My name is Blue. No, her, your, your wife's name. Missy. Okay, thank you. What about the cow's name? Oh, no. The cow's name is Missy. Uh. My wife? My wife's name is Bessie. (laughs) (laughs) Should have seen this coming. Ah, I can see how you can mistake those two. Yes. Yes. Uh, How can I help you help me? Do you mind if we investigate your farm? You want to see my farm? Yes, there might be some evidence there that we could follow to help find what's missing. I think that would be a perfect idea. Once I am finished with my wallowing, I will take you to my my farm. All right. Uh, Should I have another round, you guys? We'll wait for this guy to finish. He. Yeah. Uh, I already paid. Your guys' right. turn. I got next rounds on me, I guess. Will that speed up the wallowing? He motions to Draga, Draga, the uh, the barkeep, for a round. He buys this one. Oh, okay. Uh, so as you're sitting there, um, he explains that that his wife was a beautiful halfling. She had the furriest of feet. Mm. Super soft Under- feet. Understandable. And uh, he was a hardy two foot, eleven inches. 43, 34, 43. <laughs> My God. You're getting off topic here. <laughs> the image. The image of perfection. Oh. Jesus <laughs> H. Christ. That is an impressive cow. <laughs> oh, right. No, my wife. The, my wife. Yeah, my the wife. picture she, he's sketching here was... is quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he seems to not be able to differentiate his wife from his cow for some reason. He also explains to you that uh, growing a giant rutabaga that he was planning to show at the next fair. Oh, yeah, idea. Seems that all all of his best livestock have been going missing. His his best cow, his best sheep, his best his best cock. <clears throat> has he won most of the contests at the fair? He has won a a good majority of the contests. His wife was the uh, Miss Dagernon. Of the last uh, world cycle. Okay. Uh, who is his primary competition for that, I wonder? Who's the runner-up? There are other farms around uh, around Daggernon, but he seems to be the most well-off. <laughs> he seems to think that he is the only one having uh, these issues. Right. But uh, mm. he is, of course, ignoring the fact that this is happening to other people as well. Uh, Dewey with his, his books are missing. Uh, the mayor's petunias. Things like that. Um... He uh, slams the rest of his ale and goes to goes to set it down, but misses the table and drops it. The mug cracks on the ground. He asks again if he wants to see his farm. Yes. Yes. And uh, he pushes himself away from the table and stands up. Very, very uh, willow in the wind esque, and uh, <laughs> he perps and says, uh, "Right, you you ate." Come with me. Hmm. All right. Four of us will head out. The other four will All stay right. here. Let's go. 
<laughs> uh, he he stumbles out the front door and uh, down the path, and he uh, yells up at uh, the sentinel, who you now know is named Chubb. Chubb. Yep. His uh, hmm. name is Milo Chubb. He yells up at Chubb, who has fallen asleep again. <laughs> he uh, demands he open the, the Gorn Dam door. And, uh, God damn it, Chubb, get on it. Let's move it. Yeah. Uh, Chubb <laughs> awakens and opens the door, and you guys meander down the road to uh, Blomp's farm. It is a beautiful farm of uh, quite a few acres uh, for a small halfling farm. He, he wanders you onto his turf and gives you the, the drunken tour. Showing you the quote-unquote scene of the crime each time you enter a new area where something or someone has been stolen. You, you go to the cow pasture. There are, there are two smaller cows here. He explains that uh, Missy, his, his, his prized cow, was almost twice the size and produced the sweetest milk. But she is gone now, and he cries. Uh, I pat him on the back. It's okay. Uh, Thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, he he then stumbles on his way to the chicken coop, and he cries because his prized cock used to be here. <laughs> he has lost his cock. Oh dear! These monsters the must be stopped, my friend. And, yes, it's terrible when you lose your uh, cock. And uh, uh, he uh, stumbles over the garden fence uh, into his uh, his garden, and. Uh, Said about his rutabaga? He said he had a really he, big one. He's he tumbles into the hole where his rutabaga used to be, and he says, "Oh God, they stole it! Those <laughs> bastards! Those bastards took it! It was all I had left." Forgetting that his wife was stolen last night. Uh, he seems he seems to care much more about his his worldly possessions than his his, his actual wife, uh, who he does also consider a possession. Uh, Richard picks him up out of the hole and pats him on the back and uh, he leads him to the front door of his his uh, farmhouse. And as as you uh, approach the door, uh, roll a perception check for me. Or an investigation. Got it. I got six, 16. 18. Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, T, you're... Uh, you're probably helping Richard get Mr. Blomp through the door. The other two, you notice some footprints leading away towards the wooded area to the northwest of the the farmland. Uh, you guys enter the house. It's a it's a small halfling hole. It's comfortable. A, a little little messy because I can only assume that the uh, that the wife is the one that really uh, keeps it tidy for uh, for Mr. Blomp. He's got pictures on his wall. None of them are of his wife. They're all of cows and chickens and big vegetables of all sorts. Are we sure he had a wife? Uh, he he. <laughs> uh, somebody had to take the picture, right? I, I mean, well, he could have. Is he in the picture? He is in the picture, oh, holding okay. each of these. <laughs> she went to a different school. Yeah, you don't know yeah. her. Uh, she she lives in she lives in uh, mythical Canada. Uh, <laughs> She she lives in Neverwinter. Yeah. He uh he starts sobbing uh, as he points to one of the two cozy chairs. That's 
that's where Bessie sits. We'd sit next to the fire, and I'd admire her perfection. And she, 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 she had the most, she put her her beautiful furry feet up on the rest, and everything perfect is taken from me. I, I'm just average now, and he just crumples into a fetal position, crying on the floor. Uh, Let's just leave him be, you guys. Yeah, Richard, you you take care of him, and I go over to T and go. Have I sniff the area where her feet touched? Do it. We can track her. Oh God, it it smells so bad in here. Everywhere he's touched. But I'll do. Uh, scent, and then we'll follow the footsteps we saw outside. Ice will sniff it. Yeah, no. If you want, um, if you want to go outside and do uh, uh, investigation with uh, ice, by all means. Yeah, and, he's gonna uh, this do is that. A smelling uh, thing, so you get advantage on it, correct? Yes. With ice. Uh, it is seventeen. All right. So uh, you do smell the scent of uh, Bessie uh, amongst the footprints that are leading away. Uh, amongst the footprints that you didn't notice before, that there are also drag marks running towards the woods, and you, ice, very much like a, a drug hound, does his uh, points at those a bloodhound. Drug hound, either one. Drug uh, hound. Uh, notices that uh, the drag marks distinctly have Bessie's scent on them. Oh, let's follow me, guys. Yep. Uh, Richard, Richard asks cool. you what you found. Oh, he he's, has her scent and uh, some drag her. marks. Appear to be her, of her being dragged away. Let's follow them. Hey everyone, it's Taylor, dropping by to tell you a little bit about this week's sponsor, Erin Casey. She's got a book out, the first in a series, so I'm told. I've ordered my copy, and I cannot wait for it to get here. Uh, let me share with you what Erin sent me. Bianca was supposed to attend an art school in Chicago, not run for her life from the Hunters. The only chance she has is to find the Purple Door District, a safe haven for a parahuman like herself. When she stumbles upon a magus named Gladys and a fellow avian named Carlos, she thinks she's found safety. But the hunters are relentless, as is the dark force driving them. Vampire, werewolf, avian, magus. It's up to the parahumans of the Purple Door District of Chicago to put their differences aside to save Bianca and stop a dark threat from destroying their peaceful community. You can purchase the book on Amazon.com backslash author backslash Erin Casey author. That's E-R-I-N-C-A-S-E-Y author. Or you can get a signed copy from ErinCasey.org backslash store. Erin updates her Patreon monthly with chapters from the Purple Door District and short stories at patreon.com backslash Aaron Casey. Again, that's E-R-I-N-C-A-S-E-Y. Welcome to the district. Go and show some tantalous love to Aaron, everyone. And hey, 
if you've got something you'd like us to remote for you here on the Tantalus Tales, or if you've got someone you want to show some love via a podcast shout-out, shoot us a line at thetantalustales at gmail.com, and we'll work something out for a future show. Now, before we jump back into the show, I just want to thank you all for taking an hour out of your day and listening to this wacky romp we've created. Let us know what you think, and share it with your friends. You all help us grow, and that means the world to us. There are at least one, if not two more episodes left in the first chapter of the Tantalus Tales. The next chapter comes out, or the the next episode comes out on March 27th, so keep an eye out. But hey, let's hop back into the action. See you soon. You guys are just outside of the Blomp Farm, noticed dragging and footsteps off towards the woods. Uh, Richard has come out and asked what you saw. Uh, feel free to reiterate. Um, we found some footsteps that leading into the forest. Oh, uh, well, if you if you guys have found uh, information, shouldn't we talk to the sheriff before wandering off? Mm, no. He did ask us to keep him informed. But... We'll leave a note, just in case. Besides, we uh, were hired to fix the problem. It's not like we have to coordinate with him. Right now, we're just checking to see if there's anything really important to this. Desperately justifying this. Let's go. Let's do it. Richard, says, ah, I, 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 I really think we should update Sheriff Hartley. It sure is suspicious that so many prized specimens are going missing. Uh, I don't like this preoccupation with perfection. It's it's a bit odd, I'd say. I mean, I, I would like to go back and talk with, with the Sheriff. All right. What if we lose the track? You have a lizard. I'm sure he will find the track again. We'll leave breadcrumbs. We'll, we'll leave some breadcrumbs. <laughs> all right, all right. Pointed, yeah, Richard, since Richard insists, let's go. I mean, Richard's probably terrified he's going to kill himself. Yep. So, All right, let's tell yeah. the sheriff what we found so far. All right, so uh, as the party heads back uh, towards the gate, you notice Chubb, yet again, asleep at the gate. All right, that's it. Throw a rock at him. Come on. <laughs> uh, Just flick him a little bit. Uh, you want to send Ice up there to uh, tickle him? Do it. Sure. Yeah, no, just do it. We'll, we'll make everyone laugh. <laughs> All right, he'll do it. Uh, okay, so uh, Ice. Does Ice fly or does he climb? He flies. He can fly? Okay. I, I didn't know if he was like a, like a Mushu or a... Yeah, but like a useful Mushu. <laughs> like a useful Mushu. All right. Uh, Ice flies up and uh, tickles? Uh, with his tongue. Whoa, you know whoa, uh, whoa. Connor, roll a uh, roll a d4. Two. He uh, tickles him under the armpit with his tongue, and uh, <laughs> uh, Chubb startly wakes up and uh, falls backwards on his post, visibly frightened that there is a tiny dragon licking his armpit. Uh, then notices the the four of you down at the bottom. It's like, oh god, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, here, uh, go back in. He opens the gate. Uh, and you guys wander uh, down the, uh, the pathway towards the sheriff's office. Uh, as you uh, approach the steps of the sheriff's office, there is a loud crashing noise coming from the uh, vicinity of the library. Uh, what do you do? Uh, probably want to fast head up walk there. Fast cautiously walk towards the library. <laughs> Saunter. Right, so, so you guys, so, so you guys, uh, power power walk. <laughs> so you guys power walk to the library. You hear 
a uh, massive roar, and you, I assume you guys go a little quicker, and you uh, see a small, in comparison to Dewey, uh, humanoid figure roll through the crash door of the library and stumbles down the steps. Before uh, you can make it to them, the small humanoid creature runs off down that path you uh, had uh, noticed prior. Dewey is excessively angry and on the steps of the uh, library now. Uh, he, he doesn't usually go out of the library, as you can probably tell from the odor, which is now wafting out a broken door. <coughs> and he he screams, Books stay in library! <laughs> a man of uh, few principles. Uh, so, you have Dewey and you have uh, the creature uh, running off down the side of the library. Uh, what would you like to do? Pursue the... Uh, I'm not sure. Pursue the guy? Uh, the humanoid has had enough time to get away. I send ice flying up and asking him to look for him. Okay, so roll a uh, investigation for ice. And this, uh, is it just smell and hearing that he has? And sight. And sight? Okay, go ahead. Uh, not 20. Nat 20. Uh, Ice, through the brush and uh, such, sees something off about this uh, this, this character. He pushes through uh, a crack in wall behind the library. He also sees uh, a fairly haphazardly put together ladder uh, laying in the brush by the uh, hole. What do you do? Uh... I have him stick with him and follow him. While I'm have ice stick with uh yeah. stick with the creature. Okay. While I'm so, slowly running behind trying to catch up to him. So uh ice ice has uh gone forward with things. You guys are now in that, that same uh clearing next to the library where you see now the hole in the wall and uh a ladder. It looks it's fairly a fairly long ladder. Uh it reaches about, uh, I'd say it's about 10 to 12 foot ladder. There is enough room to uh, probably reach that window that you guys were not able to get to prior if you have any interest in, in searching. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm chasing after this guy. Okay. Very slowly. Uh, so you're... So, <laughs> slowly... So I'll, I'll let you run off with uh, Ice. As he's doing that, uh, Orantil and Barak, you uh, you want to uh, investigate the door? Sure. Sure. Or yeah. the window? Okay. Uh, so you put up the ladder. It, it, it reaches it reaches the door. Um, ideally, this would be Oren to go up there, because I'm pretty sure Barak is a little heavier, considering this uh, ladder was probably made for um, like halfling gnome size individuals yep okay um, so i'll climb up the ladder you're at the window now there is a lock but it has obviously been uh like picked open yeah you can safely assume that whoever originally did this probably didn't expect anybody to use a ladder to get up here but it opens it opens for you and you step inside and the window opens into a uh, room of the library that 
you didn't notice when you were in the big library, probably due to the stench. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't really get a uh, good chance to look around. But there are a mess of papers strewn about the room. On the wall, there are scribblings in a language that... What do you speak? What are your understanding uh, language? Probably just Elvish and Common. Same. Yeah, you do not under you do not understand any of the scribbles that are on the walls or on the papers, except for one, one uh, just. You can tell it was written in just in a, a passion of anger, like a like an angsty teenager would uh, would scrawl out some sort of uh, heavy metal band logo. It says mother, mother every so often all around the uh, Emo all face. around these things. Okay, wow. In common. In, this is the only word you can read because it's in common. Um, I think he the, has a mother complex. Maybe. <laughs> he has a mother complex. So, in the middle of the room there is a, an altar uh, and on, on the altar is a book that has been opened up. You cannot read any of uh, the goings on in this book because it is again in another language it's a leather bound book it looks ancient it could very well be one of those uh, books that Dewey was looking for alright well I'm going to take it uh, you, you take this creepy uh, leather book you take the creepy leather book the only thing you can make out uh, on the, the front cover of the leather is a very detailed drawing of a, of a moon with a rune on it that you can't you can't understand but it's a moon with a rune on it but you take that uh, there are candles strewn about it looks very much like a a crazy individual had taken up some sort of res- residence in this room area right. it makes you it makes you incredibly uneasy being in, in this room you know you know you uh, do and you, you just set it on fire don't have to deal with it anymore. There's another door, but it is uh, is barricaded from your end. Uh, it is very clearly somebody did not want anybody getting in this room. If they wanted the only way you could get in was through the uh, through the window. Right. I mean, you can attempt to break your way through it, uh, but it'll just lead you back to the library. Okay. I'll just uh, leave through the window then. So uh, you now have have this book and a just <laughs> I, I can't stress unpleasant memories the the amount of unpleasantness that this room and this book cause you. Right. Um, if I were to say any comparison to it, it would be like you're you're shaken. Yeah. Um, um, so not uh, every day someone stumbles into a mouth of madness itself. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, you have now brought this book down. Uh, I, can, I step down and I'm like, this job is getting worse all the time. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shit. So yeah. what did you find? <laughs> I found a creepy leather book. That's it? That's right. A CL, a CLB. CLB? Yep. Creepy leather book. Trademark. Uh, so, uh, moving back to, um, uh, Ice and, uh, the struggling to keep up Hobbit. Uh, half, excuse me. Uh, yeah, that's uh, of tea. Pretty far. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ice uh, has 
lost track of him as he entered the uh, the, the wooded area by way of some magical reasoning, circa uh, Wakandian. Uh, as you have uh, tracked him, you notice you got a little more of a look at him. There is something off about this individual. His his arm is missing. Uh, he has some odd sort of limp. But strangely, uh, through some sort of like magical willing himself, he, he moved faster than you expected uh, and is now lost. But you have the direction in which he is going. Okay. Uh, which is north. Um, so. Uh, I think we're just gonna head back. Okay. And uh, join the others and let them know. Uh, and uh, feel free to uh, reiterate uh, what you found to the others because you both have found things that the others uh, don't know about. So. Alright, so he's back with us. Hey, buddy. Um, hey, bro. Hey, Shorty. Can you read this book? <laughs> oh, book. Oh, that looks pretty interesting. Um, I open it. Can he read it? Uh, what are What are your languages, uh, T? Uh, Elvish, Halfling, Draconic, and Common. Uh, yep, you can also not read this. Darn. Um. If you so desire, Let's I will let you. Uh, I will let you uh, try and roll an Arcana check to see if uh, you can understand kind of what the the writing is. I'll do that. Okay. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, you recognize this uh, writing as infernal. Well, gotcha. Yep. And as you're uh, looking through. Uh, this book to try and garner any information from it. A folded up piece of parchment falls from it. Uh, as you pick it up, you uh, notice that it is a crudely drawn map, fairly similar to uh, the one made by uh, Sheriff Hartley, in that it shows Daggernon, what you assume is Daggernon, and uh, the surrounding areas, and there's a section north of the wooded area that is circled multiple times with a scrawled in common mother. Hmm. So you guys have this book. Uh, Dewey lingers over you looking around the, uh, the section and asks what you have. Well, there's a scary room up there. I found this creepy leather book in it. It's got some cultist little crap going on here. It's weird. He asks for the book for a second Mm. and looks at it uh, and exclaims, Not one of mine. Oh. Uh, And hands it back to you. Okay. Uh, He has. He does show a bit of interest in it. Like he wouldn't mind adding it to his library. We need it for right now. Because his. He's he's really he's really a fan of book. He he then asks you if you have found any uh, leads on his missing books. Maybe. Was the uh, was the book and the writing on the wall the same language? Yes. 
to uh, clarify, in that room, there was infernal writing all over the walls and on papers strewn about, except for uh, mother written in common every every so often. Right. Well, we should probably take this evidence to the sheriff like we wanted to. Okay. You guys make it back to uh, the sheriff's office, and he, he is quite excited to see you. Too excited. He's <laughs> too excited. I mean, he is erect. Oh, wow. Is, like, what is with like, you and sheriff? What is it with me and sheriff? God. No. Yeah, what is it with you and sheriff? You it's know, these elvish, guys... this, these oh, elvish good looks. I can't control it. If you guys but, uh, need some, like, loan time, you can have it. Just, just ask. We're all adults here. If I need um, it, I will. But for now, I don't. Okay. Richard holds out the map that you guys found. Uh, the sheriff takes a, a a long, deep look at it and says, Oh. Oh. That... That can't... It, it is. No, Nobody's lived there for centuries. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to the second episode of The Tantalus Tales. I cannot begin to explain how excited I am to see where this goes. It has been a blast to create, and I'm just... <laughs> I, I am very excited uh, to see what you all think of it. And so, yes, uh, thank you. Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters, um, especially uh, Justin and Jace. You know especially why. And also, thank you to What's Good for allowing us to use uh, their song intro um, in our podcast. It is, in my eyes fantastic and i'm very happy that we get to use it um go check them out on soundcloud they have an entire album of really neat stuff that they've made uh and while editing this episode i listened to pretty much every song on that album it they are great uh i highly recommend it but anywho like i mentioned earlier uh the next episode of the tantalus tales will be up on the 27th of march and it's two wednesdays from now wednesday after next something like that yeah anyway thank you all so much again it means the world to me uh to see the comments that people leave for me uh if if you like this please tell us share us, help us out. If you want to join in on the Patreon, you can do that as well. Uh, I (laughs) am going to keep rambling on if I don't let you go now, but thank you so much. I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the Tantalus Tales as it comes out. 
it is it's great you guys are great thank you so much goodbye